friends, your son's name, Amen. So we wanted to kind of keep it a little bit more informal tonight, hence the, the sub. We want, wanted to ask a couple of questions, get people to talk as well, um, and just participate. So the, I guess the title of what we're going to be talking about tonight, it's called um, The Local Community. Um, specifically, you know, we, we've been, when we were asked to talk a couple of months ago, um, one of the things we were, we were, I guess, tasked to talk about was just some of the things we've been learning, some of the things we've been going through, um, and some of the things we're excited to share. So I've got a couple of questions for all of us, and this is going to be participation, so it's, it's hands up, okay? Who has a neighbor? Okay. Who has met their neighbors? All of them. Good. Good. Okay, let's get tricky. Who knows the name of their neighbors? Some of them. Good. Okay, this class is, is applicable for everybody. Okay, last question. Who won the Rugby World Cup 2019? I've got to be honest, I was, I, as a South African, I was rooting for England. My yeah, wife, he was yeah. not that happy. Um, but yeah, I was I was rooting for England. Uh, but hey, South Africa turned up and got it. So, as I mentioned, as we mentioned a little bit earlier, we wanted to talk a little bit about our local community. Um, so we've been living in. in Wolverine for almost a year together. together, yeah. So about you know eleven months or so. Um, and I'm I'm a real strategist. Who likes strategy? Who strategizes and plans? Okay, so I can see I can see a couple of heads yeah. nodding there. So I'm a real strategist, right? And, and for me, you know, when when we were living or, or moving into Wolverine together, I came up with these strategies and these plans of you know how can we be effective in the community? You know, what can we do? What plan can we put together to be effective in this community? And we thought, okay, the young professionals. So we, we started up the group of young professionals and we thought, okay, if we plan all of these things, that could be so great for us to be effective in the community. So we had the young professionals come over every second Monday. We had a good group of young, cool kids and we were doing fun stuff together. We were doing some discussions together. We were trying to think outside the box of doing things locally. So we went to the Twyford Beer Festival with all the Yopros and tried to invite a couple of people there. So, very, very spiritual, yeah. Um, so, we were... Wrong spirit. We were, we were definitely trying to... Uh, it was quite <laughs> So we were we were doing all of these these things in the community, you know, strategy plan and we were trying to execute that. 
Surely, if you have this plan, you will be effective, right? Surely, if you have a strategy, you will be effective, is, is what we were asking. And is what I was asking, yeah. And we were, as we were going along, we, we thought this is fantastic. You know, things are going well. Um, things are working. Things, we were inviting some of the guests and some of the people in the local community to come along to these things. Until just before summer, we got some news that about five of our young professionals were moving away. You know, Sweden, London, Southampton, a, a number of our young pros were moving. And over our summer holiday, it got us really thinking, okay, maybe this is not God's plan. You know, what, what we were really kind of praying a lot. Thinking and panicking, yeah, <laughs> and praying a lot, thinking we have this great group, we've built the group up, we've become unified, now let's get going. And then the group kind of went. So we were thinking and panicking a little bit over summer holiday, really praying and saying, God, what, what's your plan here? Things were working so well, all the strategy and the planning we'd all put together as a group and, and the two of us. It all, not crumbled, but it all got put on hold. And we kind of asked ourselves, okay, so what now? And as we were coming back from summer holiday, through a lot of prayer, a lot of thinking, a lot of trying to rely on God, we came to something quite simple. A passage that was just so, when you read it, it was just so simple. So turn your Bibles to John 13 for me, and I'll be reading there from 34 and verses 34 and 35. And this is Jesus talking to his disciples here. And so John 13 verses 34 and 35 reads, so Jesus is saying here, a new command I give you, love one another as I have loved you. So you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples, if you love one another. You know, it's so simple when you break this down, because what does Jesus say? He doesn't say, they will know you're my disciples by the plans and the strategies you have. He doesn't say they will know you are my disciples because of this great, fun, relevant group you've got together here, right? He simply says, love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples. So we started to ask ourselves a, a bit of a different question. And the question was, how can we expose this discipleship love to non-disciples. Yeah. I think I worded that wrong. But anyway, that was the question that we started asking ourselves. Is how can we have an impact with the people around us by just exposing them to love? Yeah. And that really motivated us. It doesn't take some big plan. It doesn't take some complex group that you're trying to merge together of, hey, roughly, let's just get all the South Africans or whatnot. It, it's not like that. God simply says that if you love one another as I have loved you, 
That's how everyone will know you're my disciples. You know, often we can strategize, and, and for me, I can strategize a lot. But I just miss that simple thing that Jesus says, just love. Just love. So our plan now is, you know, just how can we expose that love to all of the neighbors we have around us? Bee's going to share a couple of thoughts as well. So I'm really just going to be the storyteller. Come on, um, So after we, actually I think just before we went on summer holiday, we had decided we were going to start getting more involved in local spaces and one of the things we decided to do, much to our stomach's delight, was go for <laughs> breakfast every Saturday at the coffee, like we have a little local coffee shop on our street um, called the Old Post Office. It's now closed, which is very sad. But anyways, we decided to go there every Saturday and um, this one Saturday we, we were about to leave and this young couple sat down just behind us and looked at Heine and I was like, I've got to talk to them. Like, there's, there's hardly ever young people in Walgrave. We've got to make the most of this. So um, I went up to pay and, and he started talking to them about how good the breakfast was. And um, we ended up staying an hour later than we had planned and um, really just getting to know them and, and yeah, just starting to become friends. Um, and then we tried to sort of set up times to have dinner with them and um, we invited them to a few church events um, and more breakfasts. Um, a lot of those. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, when, the, when the post office closed down, we ended up going into their house and having our own breakfast. So Heine makes French toast for us whenever we get together and have breakfast together. Invite me around, I'll do that. <laughs> I'm, I'm really good at it. Um, yeah, so I think like we had this complex plan and as soon as we got back from, from holiday, when we were feeling a bit like discouraged, we then suddenly had these, these new people who were our age, they were um, we ended up talking to them about spiritual things um, and we ended up working out that while we had started praying for local friendships to encourage us, they had started praying for local friendships to encourage them. Um, and what was really funny was um, the husband had said, well, I don't want just local friendships, I want local spiritual friendships. In Walgrave, and the wife was a bit like, mm, I don't, I don't know if that's if that's possible. But <laughs> sure. So he had a bit more faith than she did. Um, but yeah. So it was just really encouraging to see how God had worked out that we were both praying for the same thing, and when we were ready, He provided us with that opportunity. Um, Ironically, we'd both been going to, to the coffee shop for months, but just never met each other until the point we started praying for each other. Um, so that was super cool just to see how God was working in a way that we, we didn't understand um, and definitely could not plan for. Um, but yeah, 
Um, they come and cook on our hob because theirs is broken. Um, and then I go for coffee every morning with Tana and work from her house, or she works from mine. And um, two of them, Heidi and Elijah, they end up walking around the village praying for the village. And it's just really cool how God has, has worked in something very simple um, just by having a little conversation and showing a little bit of extra love to them and, and them to us. We've now got these great friends um, and, yeah, spiritual encouragement. Um, and then recently we had these new neighbours who moved in just across from us. Um, while we were on some holiday, they came around giving everyone cookies, um, but we didn't get any. So this one night we got back about eight half past eight, um, and they've just had a new baby. So we were like, oh, we really should go and introduce ourselves, but it's a bit late, and we've got this new baby. Is it appropriate? Is it the right time? Um, we were like, let's just try. So we took a bottle of wine, and they didn't have doorbells, so we like peered under their curtain, knocked on the window. <laughs> Um, and they ended up inviting us inside. We stayed and had the bottle of wine until 10 o'clock. Um, and, you know, since then we've watched rugby. I walked over the street in my slippers and watched rugby with them. And um, they've had us over for, for, well, planning to have breakfast with them. And so again, God is just opening these doors where we thought, man, our roof is disintegrating and there's nothing... Our plans are not working, yet God's got other plans that we can't really see. Yeah, those are just two examples of some of the people who we've managed to reach out to in this phase. You know, that we've got many other stories of more closer neighbors and things who we've managed to reach out to. But for us, it's just, it's been so encouraging that just... Us loving one another and us knowing what the Bible teaches has, has meant that our relationships have deepened very quickly. Yeah. You know, having conversations with, with Rich and Joe opposite the road, you know, we're talking about communication in a marriage with a neighbor. Like, for us, that was like, wow, we did not think that was really possible to do something like that with people in such close proximity. Um, and for us, it's just so encouraging knowing that if, if we focus on loving one another and showing the people around us that love, exposing them to that love, what is possible with God is beyond our understanding and beyond what we can even imagine. But all it requires is for us to just be hospitable, just yeah. to... Open ourselves to for them to see that example. You know, we've got to that point now with um, with Joe and Rich, where they've got two young kids, and their house is a mess when we get in there. You know, I want to OCD clean for them, but but they, I probably will at some point. Yeah, but but for them, they're just like come in, just come in. You know, so we're also being exposed to that love that they have. You know, they're they're just like come in. Let's. Let's cook up some breakfast, you know, or let's do this, or let's we got do that. We locked out our house the other day. Yeah. We, we didn't have the key. 
and we ended up, again, spending two hours in their house waiting for Francois to bring us a key. Um, so, yeah. so it's just things like, it's, it's small things like that that have been so incredibly encouraging. If, once we started asking that question for ourselves, so many things happened. And it, it again made me think of this um, scripture here in 1 Corinthians 3. So 1 Corinthians 3, verses 5 to 9. So a lot of the church here, they're having arguments about who it is that they follow. But I just, I love what is written here. What, after all, is Apollos? What is Paul? Only servants. Though whom of you can believe, oh no, through whom you came to believe, as the Lord had assigned to each his tasks. I planted the seed, Apollos watered it, but God has made it grow. So neither the one who plants nor the one who waters is anything, but only God who makes things grow. The one who plants, the one who waters, have a purpose. And they will each be rewarded according to their own labor. For we are co-workers in God's service. You are God's field, God's building. You know, how, how powerful is that passage? It, when we understood this passage, when we started reading this, it takes off so much pressure from your shoulders. Yeah. Because God's not tasking you to... To invite everybody in your street and baptize everybody in your street. That's not for us to do. We're simply planting a seed. Yeah. We're simply watering that seed that's been planted. But who makes that grow? <coughs> it's God. We don't have this responsibility to make people these plants that grow. God does that. And God does that through the love that people are exposed to. When they see a biblical love, there's something very special about that. And so we are just very excited about this focus because we feel very free. We feel like the task is simply live life and get them to know you. Invite them over. Go over in your slippers. Don't put on this persona. Just yeah. have fun with the people who you live close to. We all have neighbors. We all know their names. We all... What was the, the other question I asked? Um, we've all met them, right? Yep. It's just encouraging knowing that there's so much opportunity for us to focus locally. It's also really encouraging knowing that when I get home and I call up Elijah or Rich, I don't have to get in my car and drive very far. I simply walk across the road, chill with him for ages, walk across the road and hit the bed. And it's a great night. But I really wanted to emphasize that last point. You know, it, it's really God who's going to work through us. Through all of us. All we need to do is just live a Christian-like life. We just need to love one another. We need them to be exposed to that love. And God will do the rest. 
So with that, we, we wanted to dedicate about 10 minutes or so just to pray, just to throw it out there. Anybody who feels the urge to pray for a neighbor or about anything we've discussed tonight, we really wanted just to throw it out there, have 10 minutes to pray, anybody, um, and then I can close it off when I see the time is around about 9 o'clock, and then we can conclude it. So, yeah, for anybody who wants to, to start praying, um, go for it. Father, we thank you that uh, thank you for Heidi and me uh, message tonight. Just the message of love, Father God. It be something that uh, many of us have been thinking about and sharing. And, uh, you know, we often read it and we see it in the scripture, Father God. But, uh, you know, the challenge for us is to go out 